Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Anastasia and that's Marby, her shepherd. All right, so kindly tell us your name Hi, and your testimony. My name is Anastasia, and I'm from Apimsuba Center. All right, so what is your testimony about? My testimony is about how God helped me to get a good school. writing the BC, mommy started preaching on praying for the will of God. How many of us were here for that series? All right, it was a blessing. Uh, after service, mommy told us that we should pray for the will of God for our schools and our grade, but I refused to pray for the grace. Yes. Pray, you say you're not praying. Okay, when the grace came, so when the grace came. I didn't do well. Didn't I didn't do well. And I was sad. So when I came to church, Mommy told me that I should still pray for the Lord God for the schools. <laughs> and I pray and fast about it. <laughs> so this time you didn't only pray about it, you prayed and fasted about it. Okay. <laughs> and by the grace All of right. God. I had my second choice. Jogging senior high. So there's a JHS graduate entering senior high school. She didn't have a good grade, right? Yet, but she had a better school. One of is her second choice school. I think it's a good place to put your hands together for the moment. Alright. So Anastasia, what do you tell the church? So I want to say thank you to God and also thank Mommy for preaching on that message. And I want to thank my B2 for telling me to pray about the will of God. All right, let's appreciate her. I think she has done well. Tell your neighbor it's good to pray about the will of God. Tell him or her it's good to pray about the will of God. If you refuse to pray, you pray and fast at the same time. Amen. <laughs> All right. So our second testimony, I have to read it because the person said he's shy. Hey, and that he will collapse on the stage for me. Hey, it's not easy. So I just asked him to send it to me through um, WhatsApp so I can read it out. So kindly 
give me an ear. My name is Robert from Apemsoba Center. My testimony is about divine protection. I was traveling to Kumase and I was pick, going to pick the STC bars. But something told me not to pick that particular bus. So I was going to pick 2M Express. How many of us know? <laughs> How many of us know that bus? Yeah, 2M. <laughs> and the first time I heard the M, what M represent, they said it's two minutes express. So from Akka to Kumasi, within two minutes, we can get to, yes, to Kumasi. <laughs> or get to your destination. All right. So let me, let me continue. But something told me not to pick that particular bus. So I was going to pick 2M Express. I had the same feeling when I was planning to get on the bus. So I left and decided to pick VIP. The 2 p.m. Express bus took off before we did. Well, after a while in the journey, we saw that the 2M Express bus had had an accident. People were injured, glasses were broken, and had cut a lot of passengers. I want to thank God for delivering me from death and from the accident. When I was going to board the 2M Express bus, a certain woman saw me and saw my reaction. We both ended up going to pick the VIP. <laughs> so later, so later, she came thanking me and said, glory belongs to God. Amen. <laughs> and I'm saying and declaring that because of you, your entire family and household are going to be delivered from every danger, from every attack, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I also encourage that let's believe the prayers of our pastor and prophet, especially during communion. I think my um, bishop's prayer has mostly been on protection and deliverance. Amen. Okay. There's another testimony. In fact, testimonies in the house. How many of us love testimonies? I believe you are tapping into these testimonies. And trust me, they are going to work for you too. Amen. We have testimonies from the recent convention, the two days convention that we just had. Help me welcome Carter. Let's appreciate him for his work that he does <laughs> in the church. All right, can you introduce yourself and tell us about your testimony? My name is Richmond Carter. My, my <laughs> so my testimony is about, it's actually before the convention. So when I was coming for the convention, I prayed to God and I told God that I needed money for seed. At the time, I was a little dry, so there was this, there was this man I've been working for. He's actually a foreigner. For, we've been working and he pays us on a monthly basis. So for the past three months, he's not been paying. And I, I just kept quiet and I was there because I felt like the money would come at a time when I need it most. So I just kept quiet. He was always texting me to have patience, and I was like, it's okay, I'm cool, cry. So on the day of the convention, I, in the morning, I prayed to God, and I said, God, today is the day, I still don't have it. 
That was the first day. Yeah, of that the was the first day. So when I went to work, I was sitting there and then I received a call and it was him. I was like, hello, Peter. I said, hello, rich one. How are you doing? I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> he said, he said, he just wanted to confirm that my cow bank is active. And I was like, yeah, it's active. And he said, okay, he's sending me all my, the, what he owes me for the whole month. I was like, okay, I'm with. he said he's sending everything. So I thought maybe he would start from first month, then later. When I checked my, my balance, it was he sent all the three months. And I was like, wow. So I actually had money, what I needed for the convention. And when we came, mommy was coincidentally, mommy was preaching about the ravens and all that. So I felt like my ravens visited me even before the convention started. So I, think it's I would like to tell everyone that mommy was actually preaching and telling us about how God gives us seeds to sow. So I, I'm encouraging us that when we are coming for such conventions, we should pray for an expectation, all right, but we should also pray to God to give us something to come and sow that will release our blessings for us. So thank you very much. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together and appreciate Jesus for what he has done. Amen. How many of us have worked without pay before? For five months, for eight months, some for ten months, that at a point you do not even have money for transportation. The Lord will provide for you. Is that okay? All right. Another minute, another testimony in the house. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is David. Pastor David. Yes. Uh, Please, you are not David, you are Pastor David. Okay. Merci. Hey, okay, Pastor David. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Kindly tell us your testimony. <laughs> and my testimony is also from the convention. Amen. Wow. So, like, my brother Kata was sharing about what mommy shared concerning ravens. Yeah, I also remember. Um, after the first day, I, I took an envelope. And so when I was coming the next day, I took everything, every money that I had in the house and put it in the envelope. So I, actually, when I came, I didn't have anything. I remember even borrowing five CDs to go and buy porridge. Yeah. After giving all that you had? Yes, wow. I had given everything. So Saturday, I was home. I mean... Everything is gone. Like I've put everything. Wondering what will happen the following. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was trying to balance, balance, trying to find out what is in my fridge. What can I, you know, put Mix together, together and do something? Hey, how many of us have been there before? You open the fridge and it's only water. Hey! All you can do is to add sugar to the water and drink. Hey, I've been there. In before. fact, uh, the balance. But I, I managed to find some things: some leftover rice, some two eggs put them all together but the day was going that was morning how we eat so i was there then i got a call person asked me if i was home i said oh yes i'm home so the person came and then came to see me after a while the person said oh i have something for you i said hey the person handed me an envelope to be honest the person who gave me the envelope if you ask me to guess how much she will give me like i mean i wasn't even expecting from that oh, person that, the person is my wildest guess that such a person yeah total way like guess that this person will come in no 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 and then 
the amount you see if you ask me to guess also maybe like 200 cities like that's that's how far i'll go with for, my guess but not only did the person give me more than that the person gave me five times what i would have guessed i, I wasn't expecting that I, like i mean if i'm expecting any money that they may be oh somebody will pass by and dash you some hundred cities so that you used to find out how far but this one was mind-blowing and it's all from the convention amen mommy saying that ravens because i never not in my slightest um, thought or dream that this will happen to me and i want to say thank you to mommy for this convention church let's put our hands together for mommy for blessing us it's been a blessing these two days it's amazing people are testifying already and i tell you your testimony is on the way coming and I want to thank God also for touching Mami's heart to bring us this convention. We're waiting for long. <laughs> God bless you. All right, let's put our hands together. And I appreciate Jesus for what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, shall we please start to appear and give the Lord Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, give the Lord a shout and a clap. Amen. Thursday and Friday, Mami taught us on divine provision. Hallelujah. Amen. If you didn't come for the convention, I don't know. You have to find out from the podcast and on the... But today, our pastor is in the house. Amen. If you are... Today is your first time in this church. You are welcome to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. I promise you, you will not go back the same. Hallelujah. Tell everybody, you will not go back the same. We will go home with a testimony. And the Lord is about to touch us mightily through our pastor. Put your hands together for E.S. Joy, our pastor, the bishop of this cathedral.
to see it. Please take out your Bible. Let's make our confession this morning. And you want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please remain on your feet for a moment. If you're a pastor in this house and you brought somebody, walk to your person and see whether he has a Bible. Hey! Some people must get a Christmas present that has a Bible this year because the way it is, you know, that's why I'm asking you to go and see your sheep. Go and see your young person in the church. Ask them, do you have a Bible? Maybe I should be asking my pastors whether they have Bibles. Carter, I can't see your Bible. I can't see your Bible, and I won't buy you a Bible. But I asked you to do it because in this church, many of the people are very young. Are you there? Yeah, they're very young. And sometimes it's your shepherd who gives you your first Bible. Mm. Is it a good idea? Beautiful. So I want you to confess your neighbor. I'll get a Bible soon. I'll get a Bible. And when I get it, I'll bring it to church. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let's pray. <laughs> Father, thank you so much for bringing us to church. As your word comes, meet us at our point of need. Thank you for the convention that we had. Thank you for the testimonies. I pray, Lord, that more testimonies will come. Thank you for divine provision always. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. It's a blessing to be in church. Amen. Oh, I said it's a blessing to be in church. Amen. Film stars, I beg you, Blind Bartimaeus. I never mentioned him last week. He's in Mark 5, not John 5, please. Yeah. We spoke. No, I'm just correcting because somebody may take it like that. Is, uh -huh. I, I believe you were looking for the example of the, the man at the pool of Bethesda. Uh -huh, the one that, you know, I say is like a hospital. So just remember that. Remember that. But you that you are trying to laugh at them, you don't even remember the message in the first place. At least they were trying to remember and they made a mistake. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God bless you for trying to help us remember. Well, we are actually in the month of December, if you can believe it. Hmm. And as we are standing here saying that this is the beginning of December, soon we'll be saying that this is the end of, of the year. <laughs> hey, I mean, if we had any doubts about the arrival of Jesus, I don't think we should doubt it again. No. Because I don't even know where the year went. <laughs> Suddenly it was over. Are you, are you seeing it? And it's, it's, it's a sign. It's a sign. Hallelujah. And so this year, month, we are ending where we began the year. We began the year saying that our theme for the year was what? The what? 
thankfulness, thankfulness, yes. Our father has written a book on thankfulness, and we are ending the year also with the same theme. How can I say thanks? Hallelujah. How can I say thanks? Amen. Many people do not know it's an instruction. So let's begin in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15, which we read at the beginning of the year. Uh, Colossians 3.15 hey, I don't even know what is going on with this iPad <laughs> uh-huh, It's better Colossians 3.15 Let the peace of God rule in your hearts To the which also you are called in one body And be ye thankful Hallelujah It's an instruction Be thankful Be thankful Another thing that will amaze you is that, you know, unthankfulness is not what we think it is. I mean, I don't know if, if you were listing your sins, whether you will remember unthankfulness. I'm not sure I would. Yeah, I'm not sure I will see it like that. Or, or you don't get what I'm saying. You might see the meat you stole from the pot. You say it was stealing. Then you write, I stole. <laughs> what again? Remember the lie you told your boss? They write, I lied. But I'm not sure thankfulness or unthankfulness will be something that you would think about, you see. Because somewhere deep in our minds, it's an optional thing. So let us go and read 2 Timothy chapter 3. There is a list of things there which are showing us how things will be when the world is ending. Let's take it from verse 1. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Are we in the last days? Hey, some of you, you see, you are in your own cocoon. You don't listen to anything. So you don't know that eh, perilous times. Perilous times means times when there are dangers all over the place. And it's real. Of all kinds, all kinds of things are going on in the world. And sometimes you think it is far in somebody's house. But we have come to see some of it in our own land. Are you there? Verse 2. So now he begins to show you some of the things that will be happening at that time. Look at it. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous. Are we seeing these things? Boasters. Proud, blasphemous, and blasphemer is somebody who speaks carelessly about God in a certain way and about holy things. Disobedient to parents, it's a sign of the last time. One day we shall talk about it, it's not today. But look at the next one, unthankful, unthankful. We remember the big ones, and there are so many others also continuing in verse 3. But I just wanted us to see that unthankfulness is also listed as one of the evils of the end time. And it is real. As man has discovered more things, man has not even remembered to say thank you. We have rather thought that we are powerful. When you send your rocket and it gets to the moon, hey, I'm powerful. There's nothing, you don't even think to give thanks. Are you in the church? I remember recently when India was the first, they went to, they sent something to space. They were the first ones to send to that place and everybody was rejoicing. I doubt, pa, that there was, oh, Lord, thank you that you have made us substantial. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not there, so I don't know, but I'm not sure that thankfulness was part 
Are you in the church? Anastasia came to thank God for her school. But there are many of you who have gotten schools. We have not heard of you. You see? It's like your family. By all means, I will get a school. By all means. Who told you that by all means I will get a school? You don't know that some people there are this thing doesn't even appear. And some of you, your marks are 54. I mean, actually. You shouldn't even be getting a school. But somehow you have gotten a school, but you won't even recognize it as something. Am I talking to somebody? Hey. To be thankful, you see. We wake up on Sunday, we come and sit in church. One of the things that really strikes me is our unthankfulness that we can worship God. Yeah, maybe because my travels have taken me to places where you cannot openly worship God. Yeah, this year I visited a town where every church was closed. When you enter, you can't go, eh, how we have opened our doors like this. Like trouble has come. So every church... It exists, but it's closed. When you walk inside, you think that the building is a... I mean, upstairs are offices, downstairs. You don't know that this particular floor is a church because they cannot openly worship. If you go and ask for a building permit, you won't get to build a church. No, 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 no. Meanwhile, just this year, just in our region, we have been working on 52 church buildings. We have been yeah, striving to finish 52 of them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10... 15, 52. Are you in the church? Yeah. Yeah. You see, those of you who talk carelessly, every day they say there's no money. You have not even built a chicken coop. Now I'm telling you the number of buildings that we have. <laughs> 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 we are taking off every day. They are taking two offerings, two offerings. What are they doing with the offering? Now you know what we do with the offering. <laughs> are you in the house? Some of you, when you moved into the house your father built, he has not finished it. Over the past 25 years, you have been living in the building. He has not been able to complete it. It should tell you how difficult it is to complete a a, a building, to put it there and complete it. It's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. Anyway, how did I get there? (laughs) So, even this our unfinished church, you better be thankful. (laughs) Some of you, you were not members when we used to meet outside in the car park. And the heat of the day used to persecute us. Under those canopies. I remember my iPad almost exploded. Hey! From heat. Are you in the church? When you are coming to church, you have to dress as if, Charlie. Oh, you must dress down, down because it may rain. It may be something, something, the heat, you're uncomfortable. And today, by the grace of God, we have a meeting place. The door is open. Hey! This church, we have five services every, every weekend during term time. Every service has music in it. We have more than one group of instrumentalists. We have a lot to thank God for. But do you know that the truth is that we've taken it for granted? Mm. You are even complaining that, hey, look at the way the changes. They cannot bring AC here. The way that it is, no. Can you ask your neighbor, so your house, how many ACs are there? When you finish putting AC in your house, then come and complain about ours, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. But, you know, I'm just sharing this to say that and thankfulness. As I stand here every Sunday, particularly in this service, because the campus service is still callous. But when I stand in this service, you know, I like watching the, the car park. And I remember a time when there was a car park with no car. 
you see. And we've come to the point where sometimes some cars don't even get a place to park. And we have overflowed onto the outside over there. And I'm like, oh, wow. I said it, but I've also lived to see it. Are you in the house? Yeah, and many of the owners of the cars, they're the same people. Just like those of you who walk to church today, you are the ones coming to add. So by now, you should be asking me that, hey, as my car is coming, where will I park mine? Where will I park mine? I can't see the space. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so I'm just saying all this to say that there's a lot to be thankful for, but we take it for granted. We take it for granted. That's why I'm so glad that at the end of this year, for one whole month, we're going to be talking about thankfulness. It will remind us, yeah, of the many things we have to be thankful for. Amen? Do you know that we take our families for granted? Hey, you are very quiet. And the reason why you take your family for granted is that you've never been in a place where nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about you. One time, I remember being somewhere where for three days I didn't talk. There was nobody to talk to. And I, I was sitting in the library. It was exam time. I had not seen anyone for three days. The library is not the place where you talk unless you are here. But over there, nobody talks. Do you know that as I sat there, I felt a scream coming up here on the third. I actually exited the library and just started talking to the first person I met on the road. Because, Charlie, my African bones, I don't know these things. <laughs> are you in the church? When you wake up in the morning, your, your next door neighbor you don't like is greeting you. You have to greet. As you are walking on the road, the school children, you don't know their names, they are greeting you. You have to answer. Are you there? The person who you owe has come to catch you. You have to put your mouth and beg. The mate is saying something you don't agree with. You have to, uh, you will by all means get somebody to talk to. Huh. He's pretending he doesn't want you to change, hoping that you drop. So you have to remind him, hey, my change. Bring all. <laughs> I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning. Tell your neighbor, thank you for sitting by me. I just wanted to say hello. I just wanted to say. And if you don't know your neighbor's name, it's a good opportunity to ask, please, what's your name? Please, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Well, some of you are doing painting four things, so. Meanwhile, you don't know anybody in the church too, but you are being a grown-up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I'm just going to share briefly with you a message entitled, The Power of Being Thankful. The Power of Being Thankful. Hallelujah. It's a very powerful thing. The Power of Being Thankful. Wow. Ask your neighbor, did you know that there's a power in being thankful? Hmm. What did your neighbor say? Neighbor didn't know. You see, that's why you have done your face like they dropped you in lemon juice this morning. Some of us in this house, you have to go and get yourself a mirror and start to practice how to smile. Yeah. Because... When you are ungrateful, it eventually shows on your face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some of you don't know how to smile. Mess. Our father says it all the time. If you're a girl and you don't smile, you won't get a husband. And it's unfortunately true. So, 
Nobody is looking for a sour face to come and add. Hey. <laughs> you see, when the choir is on the stage, every day we tell them, smile, smile. You know, it's not, it is not, you know, it's not for them to look pretty. They look pretty already. That's not it. But it's just that you are coming to minister something. And, and the people you are ministering to, people have come from various places with various issues. Or you don't get what I'm saying. So as you stand there and you smile, eh, there's a way in which your song blesses us in a different way. Yeah. In a different way. We are blessed by what you are saying, even though we know you don't mean it. But as you are <laughs> you may not even mean what you are singing, but it ministers. Are you there? We enjoy the dancers because many times when they come, there's a cheeky smile on their faces. And, and they make us smile. Just that, you know, you just look at the cheeky smile and something just... And, and for a moment, you forget that look. There are so many issues waiting. How many of us, you have so many issues. I hope you can see my hand. So many things waiting for you to solve them. But for a moment, you are blessed. Are you there? By something. Yeah. The plenty thinking is not good, though. It is not good. Many people who are from their faces, their BP is high. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not funny. You see, because the face is squeezed for a reason. And as the person is dead, the BP is just climbing, climbing, but he doesn't know. Hey, the church is quiet. There's a certain Christian writer who writes plays. And every once in a while, he comes to show them in Kumasi. And we are blessed that he does it just here on KNUST campus. I really forced to go and watch. You know why? As they, first of all, the, the story is healthy. It's usually a healthy theme. But by the time he's done, I've laughed. Ah, I actually come out feeling light. Not that the issues have gone. As I come out and I'm going home, whatever was waiting is still waiting. It's still waiting. But tension, no. Yeah, and as you come and sit in church, there are some people here who make us release tension, Kakra. Release tension, Kakra. Release tension. And that is one of the things that thankfulness does. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And so today we're looking at the power of thankfulness. You see, because thankfulness is an attitude. It's a way of being and it's a way of looking at things. And today I want you to deliberately decide that I will be thankful. Hallelujah. I will be thankful. Amen. And I believe that that is why it's an instruction. You see, in, uh, in many cultures, including our culture, saying thank you, there is nothing. We say it very easily. We say it very easily. But I'm talking now about a thankfulness that you deliberately, in the midst, you deliberately decide that I'm going to be thankful. It's a spiritual state and it carries a certain spiritual power. Hallelujah. Are you there? Now, one of the first examples of this power is in the feeding of the 5,000. Maybe you'll find it, I don't know if it's John chapter 6 or somewhere there. And you see that when, when Jesus told his people, he said, give them something to eat. They said, ah, we don't have, we have, 
we have only uh, five loaves and two fish. Now, the Bible says that when Jesus took it, he gave thanks. Yeah. I don't think John's rendition tells us he gave thanks. One of them, either Matthew or John, one tells us that he gave thanks. The, only one, the other one just says he looked to heaven. But one tells us that he gave thanks. Ah, there it is, Matthew. Ah, we are called. It says he took seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks. Oh, somebody should suck these animals. They cannot pass here, please. Please, please, please. Ashes, I need somebody, some fast people. Just drive them back. They don't belong here, please. <laughs> eh? Wow, she's a sheep coming to church now. Human beings. Ah. <laughs> ah, Father, we thank you for the sheep coming to church. May the human sheep also come to church. <laughs> They have lost their way small. Hallelujah. But are you with me? And I'm saying that as Jesus gave thanks, he gave thanks, then he began to break the bread and it was breaking. He began to break the bread and it was breaking. And many times as you give thanks for things and give thanks and things, the Lord begins to work out a miracle concerning you. Hallelujah. Oh, are you there? Are you in the house? He didn't pour oil, oh. Because we associate miracles with the pouring of oil, but he didn't pour oil. Hey, he didn't even make proclamations. He didn't even offer a prayer. He didn't say, let's go and fast and come. He gave thanks. He gave thanks. And there was a way in which that giving of thanks just made a way for them. Amen. Amen. So when you are standing in front of your Red Sea, give thanks. Wow. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Even as you are sitting there, I want you to remember something. And say, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because the truth is that we are very unthankful. Mm. Hey, you don't know my case. I can tell you that no matter your case, there are some things to be thankful in. Yes. There are some things to be thankful for. Oh. Wow. Are you there? Mm. All right, let's continue. Mm. Now, I've already told you that unthankfulness is a sign of the last days, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things I need to share with you is that unthankfulness, if you don't give thanks, you open the door to the devil. Let's go to Romans 1.21. And it's the way, in fact, in our nation, this is one of our problems. Yeah. You see. Local. In Romans 1.21, we see a description of some people who, in fact, their behavior eventually became as though they were mad. But look at it. Because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Are you with me? Many people give access to the devil and become demonized by the unthankfulness. I watch as people complain about this, complain about that. Are you here? Complain about, and you see, you complain until the complaining becomes a habit. So even when there's something nice, you can't see. Yeah, because you've complained so much. I know people that God has given everything they are still complaining. They are still complaining. Are you in the church? And God will always make it such that 
there is something we don't have that brings us to him. And so they complain about that one thing and it eclipses everything else that was good. There are people, you are students, do you know there are millions of people who were wishing to come to USD, KNUSD, they didn't get. And you, you have got. And then this school that they have sent us to, this, this course that I'm doing, I don't like the course and the lectures. And then you complain, ah, you are like somebody that God has done a bad thing as you have come. The people who amaze me the most are those who have jobs who are complaining. Have you seen the millions who don't have? Hey, church is very quiet this morning. Hey, it's not like that, you see. I don't like the job. Hey, just shut up. Shut up. Today I can tell you shut up from the pulpit. Maybe I can't say it to you in face to face. Mm, I can say it from here. Are you there? You have got cry, you have something to do in this nation that has no industry and has no whatever. Hey, yo. You see? <laughs> I, I got to talk about it. One of the reasons why I pray that you travel is because when you go, you come back and sit in Ghana quiet. Quiet. Because when you hear us describe our nation, eh, you would think that. <laughs> you would think that there's nothing good here. Meanwhile, we are one of the most peaceful countries, not just in Africa, in the world. In the world. When did you hear a bomb going off in Accra? When we even talk about security, we don't even really understand it. All the things they bought at a point where they said terrorism and things, they went and bought things. If you are going to a hotel, pass through this, pass through that, all are not functioning anymore because, ah. We don't even know the use. Are you there? Hey, the people are very quiet. So they are not minding me. The way are not minding me today, I don't know. We get to this our airport, you just stroll into the airport with your bags, you just go away them. But look, I have to show you a certain African country. When you are coming, 20 kilometers to the airport, they start monitoring. 10 kilometers, you get down. You walk, they inspect your car. You pass, sit inside. The next five kilometers, hey, see from, look. By the time you get to the airport, you are harassed already. That is not to mention, you know, we put all these designer lights in one or two places when you are passing the flash. Over there, they work. Over there, they work. Because it's an African country, but they have seen things before. When you arrive, you cannot enter the airport. You will carry the bag you have overfilled and put it inside. It will be x before you carry it again. To now carry, you are tired just hearing the narration. Are you there? Hmm? And it's because of something. All the things they have done, it has not saved them when terrorism has landed there in an African country. Uh, let me continue my story. In fact, in a wealthy African country, you know. So, unthankfulness, we better change. Turn to your neighbor and say, we better change. Yeah. Next year, we are going to have elections. We are not particularly worried. We know that they will do a lot of entertainment. And when I say entertainment, you know what I mean by entertainment. Yeah. But there are countries where, when they are going to do elections, it's not entertainment. 
Recently, her father was going to preach in Lumumbashi. Do you know why they canceled the Lumumbashi crusade? Uh, you don't know why they canceled? Hmm. They canceled because the people are three weeks to an election. And the tension. Huh. Within a week, when the week they said they have canceled, then I saw EU has also canceled something, something. The people they are sending there, they said something, something. They shouldn't go. I said, oh! Are you in the house? I'm not, I don't want to run down any nation. It's not to say we are better than anyone. It's just to point to us that, hey, it is true. Our city today buys half what it was buying last week, but we still eat. Yes. You used to eat four fish. Now you are eating two. It's okay. It's okay. Are you there? Hey, you are not minding me. You. Eh? you used to eat only rice. Now you have had to introduce curry. But you are still eating. Eh? You used to eat a lot of rice. But now Benko has to come in to balance the budget a little bit. And when you pound your fufu, you have to count the meat. No problem. No problem. So it is not to say that we don't have any problems, but I'm saying to you that if we continue, what you do is that you are inviting evil spirits, and some of you have invited evil spirits to sit with you in your house because of your ungratefulness, your unthankfulness to the Lord. Ay, 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 ay. Let's continue this same Roman scripture. Look at what happened to the people who refused to be thankful. Let's go to verse 26. After this, God gave them up to their vain imaginations and allowed them to turn into an unfortunate version of what a human being is supposed to be. Hmm. Are you there? an unfortunate version because man was not supposed to be like that but based on the unthankfulness based on their refusing to give God credit for what they did have he also just left them to become a caricature and right now as we are living in this world we are seeing human beings that you look at them and wonder is this a human being this thing that is happening what is going on hey hmm. are you in the church I'm showing you about thankfulness. I want you to take your pen or your phone and type out one thing you are thankful for. Just one. Just one. For you to know that you have something to be thankful about. And write it down. You see, you write it in the day of your sanity so that in the day of your insanity, you can take it and read it. You understand when I say insanity? The day that you are crying like a... You can open it and read. <laughs> All of us reach there. We all get to a place where we say, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I'm going to hey. On that day, open and read it. Read that one thing. Some of you, your fine face, you have never thanked God for it. Hmm. Every day you are complaining, I don't have money, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have that, I don't have that. Hey! But see your face. Yeah? See your face. Yeah. Pastor Dennis, his whole family, they all have this smile. All of them. All of them. Their whole family. Yeah. Oh, it's a blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because people may not remember your name, but they remember the smile. So I remember some five guys, but they all had this smile. This smile, I know. If to open the door, this smile. Because there are people who can't smile. You, you are there smiling even when you are sad. Or Yaru Kra is smiling. 
<laughs> you can't even see that it's a blessing. Uh, today, somebody who cannot smile, you come and just lay, uh, tell him that I tap, I tap, I tap the smile, I tap. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, one of the things I need you to know is that, you, so first of all, are we closing the door to the devil? Yeah. Decide that he cannot stay around. He, you see, he doesn't like happiness. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength, and that's why he takes your joy away. And that's why you must collect it forcefully because your strength is in it. Hallelujah. And many times in the middle of a bad situation, when you even start to thank God, the joy comes back. Yeah, 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 yeah. The joy comes back. You know, the reason why you think that some of us don't have problems is because we're always smiling. Uh I want you to whisper to your neighbor, stop wearing your problem on your face. It doesn't help. (laughs) It doesn't help. Stop wearing it on your face. Some of you, when we look at your face, then on this side, no money. When we look at this side, hunger. When we look here, no wife. When we look here, no husband. When we look here, you are young, but you already have frown, frown. Hey! But I want to tell you something. This week, when you wake up every day, before you do anything or say anything, thank God for something. And see whether it doesn't change something. Something. Yeah. Just see whether it doesn't change something. Hallelujah. Amen. Because one of the secrets is that thankfulness makes you flourish. Yeah. Thankfulness makes you flourish. Yeah. And you see that people who are thankful, when you even now hear their problem, you are shocked. Because they seem to be doing so well. They seem to be flourishing. Hallelujah. Are you in the church this morning? Yeah. Be grateful and be thankful. Now, I want us to read a scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. And then we'll read another one in Ephesians. 1 Thessalonians 5, 18 says, In everything give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's go to Ephesians 5, 20. Giving thanks always for all things. <laughs> unto God and the Father. Are you there? Two things. Give thanks in and give thanks for. In all things. So in every circumstance, exactly how your circumstances are now, you are thankful to the Lord. Amen. That one is easier. The harder one is to give thanks for. Because there are some things when you look at it, you understand. But it's an instruction. Give thanks for. Our ability to see far is restricted. And so we can only obey the scripture. And he says, when you are in it, thank God. Give him thanks in the circumstance. But also give him thanks for the circumstance. That one is harder. And it's harder because many things in life do not make sense. Are you there? How many of you, something has happened, it doesn't make sense to you? Look at it. Even young people, are, their hands are up. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> when I say being young people, you have just come. Life is still, you know. But, but a lot of it, it doesn't. And, and, and how am I going to thank you for that particular thing? 
but you do it because he demands it of us you see and there are times when later on later on when you see it when you see what goes on you understand amen every time I say a thing like this I am reminded of a young lady who was she was actually in UCC and her beloved was in KNUSD I think I've told this story before her best friend was also in KNUSD and before she knew it the beloved and the best friend hey broken heart is what the girl wept ah, it was news yeah it was not easy for her at all she wept ah, it was news but you see he says give thanks for because there were things she did not know and things which have been revealed later for her to see that hey, my life would have been a mess if I had, it had actually gone as I thought. But you see, you don't know that at that time. You don't know that at that time. Are you there? Sometimes, you know, God does not, he knows that, look, I'm not going to allow you to be a widow early. And so he doesn't allow a certain something and the person actually dies early. Yeah, and he knows that you, Dianka, won't me. There are some people, widowhood can hit them and they are still walking, but you, Anka, by this time, You'll be walking through town carrying chaco on your head, singing songs. And he didn't allow it to happen, you know. And, and, and you, you, you stand and you don't understand. But you know, that's why I keep on saying, let us trust God. Let us believe God. And he is the one who says, giving thanks always for all things. Hallelujah. Give thanks for all things. The things that make sense and the things that do not make sense. Hey. A lot of things don't make sense. Oh. A lot of things don't make sense, I tell you. But he has only given us the power to see small. Uh -huh. We can't see far. Maybe if we could have seen far, we would have understood something. Are you in the house? When the children of Israel, when they left and they had been delivered from Egypt, it was a mighty deliverance mighty 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 deliverance but they lost the blessing of it because as soon as anything became a, a challenge they complained so in the long run the beauty and the blessing of what had happened to them it was lost totally lost and rather the devil now entered and you see them walking around in the wilderness 40 years and there are some of us here this morning the reason why your life is going in circles round 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 never breaking through somebody seemingly never moving ahead is the lack of thankfulness is the ungratefulness are you here now i need to address some people here also your misery has come from unthankful people that you have helped and they have rewarded you with unthankfulness free yourself from it free yourself from it free, free yourself from it are you in the house somehow it seems that many people who you are kind to for no reason they even forget if you don't take care they even tell lies and put you in trouble and then you become so bitter See, I won't help anybody again. As soon as you do that, you have placed yourself where the devil was looking for you. Yeah. Decide that, look, in all the groundnuts we chew in this world, only one or two are bad. 
Doesn't mean we will not eat groundnut again. Ah, you like groundnuts. You have taken a handful of groundnuts and then you put it in your mouth and there was one you were chewing. And then suddenly, are you going to say because of that you will not eat groundnut again? Oh, oh. Just rinse your mouth out. You wait a little. The bad taste will. And you continue. How, who here? You have stopped chewing groundnut because of a bad groundnut. A bad groundnut? No. You are still chewing. So imagine that that ungrateful person was the bad groundnut. Yeah. And continue. Don't allow your life to be robbed of happiness. Hey. Yeah. Do you know the person who I see this most in? Our prophet. He has seen living orangus. People who have lived in his house, eating his food. People he has blessed. People who he has done things for them. They turn around. And then they start to talk. When you hear them talk, you wonder. Huh? Is that, is that you really? It doesn't seem to have stopped him from being kind to the next person. It doesn't seem to have stopped him for trusting an, from trusting another person. It doesn't seem to have stopped him. Is it because he's not a human being? Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. When a goat is going to the market, nobody can see it sweating. Can you see the sweat when the goat is? No, 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 no. He's simply a mountain goat, that's all. By sweating. Yeah. So you had a bad ex- I mean, experience because somebody did this or that or that, overcome it. And continue to be thankful because it is your access to blessing. And the next time you see a blessed person moving around, don't envy the person. Start to say, what did this person do to bring this blessing? What has made blessing come to sit in the house of this person? And you'll be surprised that thankfulness, amen, thankfulness is one of the main things. There's a lot of power in thankfulness. I have seen people whose illnesses should by now have driven them into tears and a life that doesn't work, but through thankfulness. Still moving and even doing well. Hey, ask your neighbor, who are they saying? What's your problem? And tell your neighbor, it's not the thing that will define you and it's not the only thing in your life. Are you in the house? The children of Israel, they were complaining now. They don't have water. They don't have water. God was more able to give them more water than they can drink. They complained that when he was feeding them, we are tired of this manna. We are tired of manna in the morning, manna in the afternoon, manna in the evening. Manna, 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 manna. And some of us in the house were like that. Everything God has given you, you are still complaining. I don't want to call you by name from the pulpit. You better repent. In the name of Jesus, you better repent. Yeah. Better repent and better start to give thanks for what you do have. Hallelujah. Oh, Pastor, I don't have anything. Hey, start with what you are wearing now. Thank you, Lord, that you have given me a dress. Thank you that you didn't allow me to go naked to church. Thank you that you put something on my feet. You see, you were born in the generation of people who had things. That's why you think that what I'm saying is just, you know, by the wayside. 
but we came from a generation where we used to wear slippers to go to church and where we had only one pair of shoes and if you had black shoes you did not have brown and if you had brown you did not have black so now that you are born in the gen gen generation that has black brown blue green white that's why you are sitting there feeling sorry for yourself hey tell your neighbor change your mind change your mind some of you have been complaining before the Lord. I'm not nice. I'm not nice. Don't let God visit you with real ugliness. Hey! Thank him for what you have. Hey, am I saying something wrong? You see, you can complain about how fat you are. Eh? The church is very quiet. You can complain uh, until you see something. Better thank the Lord that you are as you are. Thank God for how you are. And some of you slim ones, every day you are complaining. I want to be fat. I want to be fat. Shut up, dead. Do you know what it means? Ha. Do you know what it means? Hey, me, I'm too short. I'm too short. I want to be tall. You don't know that every... You see, I know somebody who is so tall that when he travels, he, has to, he can only sleep in particular hotels because the bed is not long enough. And I know people who must get their shoes. You always see them in one shoe because their shoe size is not in Ghana. So don't even begin. Don't start. Don't even start. Ah! Are you in the church? Hey. <laughs> I have to preach it because many of us are at that age. God has made you nice how you are. Then now you go and look for makeup, paint, and art. No, I didn't say don't use makeup, but you realize I used a word. I said paint. Paint. There's a type. It's paint. When you come, we don't even know it's you. Meanwhile, when we saw you, I said, yeah, I've won hell. I said, when you are coming for your wedding, you are nice like that. So they should change your whole... Are you saying that she shouldn't do makeup? I said paint. Paint is a kind. Paint. But you said paint. Paint. Uh -huh. Thank God he's made you as you are. Are you there? Nowadays we have brides who go and wear corsets. One of my one of my bishop friends he said as he was officiating the wedding he was halfway through the, the, the vows and he realized the bride was collapsing. He had to stop the whole wedding and make them take the bride to the... When they looked, Charlie, oh, she couldn't breathe. She couldn't breathe. You see, the reason why I'm using it as an example is because the reason why you would do that is an inherent unthankfulness for how you are. And how God has made you. And that's why you are trying to be something else. Your bottom is flat, like it like that. Your bottom is big, we like it like that. Why? After all, when he saw you, it was flat like that. And he still like you. 
Merci. Merci, 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 merci. Are you in the church? <laughs> but you see, you see how our unthankfulness, you can see how it begins to lead us. You are spending so much. Listen, when you have much, it's okay. No problem. But what I'm trying to say, don't let it be because you are not thankful for who you are or how you are. I hope you are getting the point. Yeah. yeah. By all means, wear a corset if it makes you happy. And if it makes the dress look good. But don't let them make you something else. You wear size 12, be happy now. Why is it down the wedding morning? You have to become size 8. That morning. That morning. That morning. I said the bride was collapsing. Oh. The bishop said, he was looking. He just realized. She was not able to breathe. She couldn't breathe. Hmm. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody in the house. Hallelujah. I want us to practice thankfulness. Thank God. In this time, maybe you don't have a job. Thank God that maybe you can use a little time to, to, to just explore the word a little more. To do a little bit more. Because you know, maybe he's giving you this time because you're about to get a job that won't allow. Aha, you won't have that time. Or you, or you don't get what I'm saying. So maybe that's why you are going through this time. So just take it and use it uh, like the way pastor david is nodding his head <laughs> yeah 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 are you there so he knows that a season of your life is coming and in that season you won't get that chance so he's given you a chance now if you complain now you won't use it uh-huh. then during this time you might want to also say that look this week i'm going to travel and go and visit family members yeah because you don't know what's coming and it's not necessarily a bad thing oh i'm not saying there's a bad thing coming but sometimes you now enter a stage of life and ministry where you can't really get a chunk of time to do some things so do it now do it now as part of your and thank god for that opportunity thank you for giving me the chance to go and see my aunt and my grandma and thank you for this and are you are you with me this morning and as you do it, you're going to be blessed. So even though you are in that season, you will see that you are not miserable. You see that when you go to bed in the night, Satan does not have any place in your house. That in the spite of all your need, there is joy. And may God keep us as we continue to practice thankfulness. You are driving a Uber. Thank God for it. If you don't thank him, he's not going to change it so and it's not now <laughs> yeah when i say but you know a small car or your car is breaking down breaking don't worry it's still on the road thank god it's still moving yeah thank god it can still be repaired a time is coming you just keep thanking just keep thanking just keep thanking just keep thanking and as you do as you do the miracles that are released by thanksgiving they'll begin to find you may the lord help us to experience the power of thankfulness. Stand to your feet this morning, afternoon. And just thank God for something. Just thank God. Just thank God for something. Somebody the whole year, you have not entered the hospital and you have not thanked God. You have not seen a doctor the whole year. You don't know it's a blessing. In this, our nation, that malaria is walking around like a something, oh, something. You, Lord. 
Thank God for it, Pa. Thank you. Thank God, Pa. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you for good health. Thank God. Thank you for somebody at the beginning of the year. The account was zero. You were wondering how you survived. You have survived. We are in December. Oh, thank you. You don't even know how. I don't know how. You can't say it's by this or by this, but somehow you didn't have a job. You still don't, but somehow you are eating. Thank you. Somebody to you didn't have a job, but now you have. And you are complaining the job is not nice. I beg you. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank God this morning. Just thank him. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you. We thank you. Every blessing. Thank him for the blessings. Oh, yes. One by one. Thank him for the blessings. Thank God for the wife you have. Thank God for the husband you have. Thank God for the children you have. Oh, the children. Somebody here, you have to thank God for the kind of workmates you have in the place where you are working. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you for a godly workplace. Oh, thank yes. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank Lord. You. Oh, Jesus, we are so grateful. So grateful. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. Somebody, I want to thank you to thank God for your family. You've always thought that, just taking it for granted that you're close, but thank God. Thank you. It's for something coming. to be grateful for. Not every family is like that. Thank you. For thank coming. God. Maybe you have a lot of brothers and sisters. Thank God for each of them and everything. Oh, thank you for Or maybe you are alone. Thank God for sister. that also. Oh, yes. But somehow he brought you as a special one. Thank oh, you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for bringing us. Oh, we are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you so much, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy towards thank us, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for all that you have filled our hands and our lives with. Oh, yes, Lord. Somebody you are in a, in a job that takes a lot of your time. But thank God for it at this time. It, it, it is a season. And thank God that you are alive and well in that season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank him so much. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've been so good to us, and we are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. We thank you so much. We are grateful for your help, for your kindness, Lord. We are grateful, Lord, for your love, for your patience, for the goodness of God. I love you, Lord.
afternoon and you're saying I want a taste of that goodness of God you're saying that I'm not sure I even understand all that's being said you are here this morning and you're not sure whether there is a place in heaven with your name on it you are not sure that if this was the end of your life you cannot you're not so sure that you'll be with Jesus but you want to be you are here as every head is bowed every eye is closed your name is not in that book. Jesus does not know you. But you are saying, I want to, you to be known by him. Lift your right hand. You are saying, I want to be born again. I want to be saved. God bless you. I see your hands. If your hand is lifted, eh, please just come to me. I want to pray with you. Just come. It's the beginning of your walk with him. Just come. Just come. Just come. You lifted your hand. Come. Don't be shy. Don't worry about anybody. I saw your hands as you lifted them. Just come. We're going to pray together. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, today is your day. Today is your day. Your goodness is running after. It's running after. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. On this side, I saw a few hands. Just come and join us. Just come. It's running after. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are here, your heart is still beating. You are saying, Should I go? Should I not go? It's a sign that Jesus is calling you. Please come. Just in these last two minutes, we're going to pray very quick, very short. Come quickly. Just come. Just come. Just come. Oh, yes. Just come quickly. God bless you. God bless you. We want to pray. I don't know. You see, I'm, I keep trying to start. Then something says, somebody is coming. Please come. The Lord has held up the whole meeting for you. He should tell you how you are important you are to him. As he just stops us all. God bless you. Just come. All right. As every head is bowed, just pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today 
as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for everyone standing here this morning. May your hand be upon their lives. I pray, oh God, that they will have much to say thank you for. May they thank God for today that they heard of you, that they gave their lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.